0: Hello and welcome to Carnage CB Gaming's podcast, I'm your host Carnage, and today we are talking about the top 11 Spider-Man movies created. I'm going to rank them from worst to best. Um, This is based off of my opinion and not based off of um, rankings or ratings or reviews or whatever. Um, So if you think that I am bullshitting you, then that's fine, but I am coming with all of the knowledge I have about Spider-Man and putting it into this, um, as well as, like, actual filmmaking. I think it does go into it a lot, um, but uh, also, you know, like, they don't care about the source material all, to the fullest extent. You know, people, they have to make their own creative... Uh, they have to do their own creative thing. So, um, you know, Sam Raimi, obviously, changed up the Spider-Man suit a little bit, uh, raised the webbing up off, you know, off of his... Uh, suit and made him web out of his fucking wrists like a weirdo um, So you know they, they they made they made their artistic uh, they, they made they made artistic something they made it better or they made what they wanted to I don't know what the word. I'm looking for is but I'm just gonna say artistic shit. So there we are. There you have it um, Sorry, I don't know why the mic is so far away All right, so we're going to start with number 11 and go up. So these are only movies that have been uh, put out into theaters, um, made it on a DVD. They're not animated series that were brought to um, brought to a movie. So I'm not taking any you know, 1990s Spider-Man movies that were created or whatever. Um, if they were on TV prior, then I'm not talking about them. Um, these are movies that have been shown up. They're popular. Um they have at least an IMDB rating or some kind of Metacritic score out there somewhere. Um and are not just some TV show. So, starting with number eleven, I think you guys can guess which one is number eleven. Easily the worst Spider-Man movie ever created. Spider-Man three. Jesus Christ. It is a train wreck of a movie. It it they start at the beginning and, you know, give him the symbiote suit because he's pissed off and <laughs> Make it all grungy, and then you have the worst dancing scene of all time put into that movie with the fucking finger guns, and oh my god, it's so cringy, and they make fun of it in Spider-Verse, and it's hilarious, go watch that movie, I haven't seen it, but Spider-Man 3, oh my god, they tried to combine just too much into one, trying to please too many people, trying to do everything when you should just be doing little, um, very successful formulas in the first two movies with dr octopus and um uh, green goblin but this movie you know you put sandman in there he's probably not a good villain for the big screen i'm sure he'll get used again but you know it's impossible to kill the dude it's impossible to even like really harm him you can throw all the fucking bombs you want harry and it's not going to do anything so you got to fucking quit it um, you know fire doesn't really destroy sand unless I'm mistaken I'm not I haven't taken a f- flamethrower to sand before but I feel like it just makes it hotter I'm sure if you get it to a certain heat level temperature is the word <laughs> um, I, I think maybe you know obviously it'll go away I think anything will go away if you get it hot enough but I just I don't know I, I think the whole thing with he thought he drowned him away because he put water on him, you know, like that's weak. I don't get it. Um so that, that he's probably just not a good a good movie villain. He's he's good in the comics and he's great, you know, on animated series cuz you can do stuff that's different and you can pull characters in that, you know, you can't really it takes a lot of licensing to get in on live action big box office movies. Um so I I I liked the actor for that. I love, you know, the character they made him into and the backstory they gave him made sense. That was fine, but I just don't think it works. It doesn't work. Um, and then you know you put in, um, you put the put venom in there, and you give it to Topher fucking Grace. Are you kidding me right now, dude? No one sees him as anything else as the guy from that '70s show getting called dumbass by Red. That's all he's good for when it comes to movies and TV and stuff. He's not a villain. You can't convince me otherwise. You could have cast Topher Grace as Spider-Man if you wanted to, and I wouldn't have batted an eye. He's got a little whiny kid voice that sounds like a little baby. Um, you know, I don't care how much you twist it to make it sound like a bad person. You don't sound like a bad person. You just sound like a fucking weirdo. So, terrible choice in casting there. I don't understand why you tore that seventy show apart because you, ma- you ruined a whole season by putting some long-haired fuckhead in there. So you ruined two things with one dude. Um, Venom was very poorly put together. You, you know, you just, ugh, God, it's just so many bad things that happen with that. The whole end sequence where he's fighting with Venom and, you know, and fighting Sandman and talking to Harry. It's just toby mcguire sounds like a little pussy um he sounded like that in every movie they you know try to make him more kid-like and younger by making him sound more whiny and bitchy and that's not peter parker peter parker's not a whiny little bitch um he can be i you know i'm not saying that's not everyone can be that's a hero or otherwise can be sounding like a little puss but not all the time and not you know not crying at every little instance and you know ugh, man you're ugly when you cry dude you gotta stop So, third movie was just bad from start to finish. Every time I've watched it, I've... It's cringe, very high cringe level, and just, it makes you laugh because it's so bad at some points. You're just like, oh my god, this dialogue is terrible. The movie's terrible. They did Gwen Stacy just so terribly. Uh, You put Captain Stacy in there, and he's like, awkward dad thing, you know? And this, the whole... Gwen Stacy competing with Mary Jane and, you know, all that stuff. It's just so obnoxious, and it just was a bad idea. Just, ugh, whatever. So, that's number 11. Not a fan of it. Um, I went into probably too long on that one, but number 10, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 2. So, if you don't know which one that one is, that is Electro and Green Goblin. Um, Green Goblin gets a revive um, in this movie um, with the weird fucking looking dude uh from that horror movie that i can't think the name of (laughs) he's got such a weird face so i i do like I, i think he fits the goblin look great but they fucked him up the the goblin looks awful in this movie that's a rework that i didn't like at all i i would much rather have the you know iconic mask and suit and just follow the comics to a t on that one or you can even go the new like animated route where they're making him into this like monstrous goblin or whatever that's better in my opinion but they've been doing that on tv and doing that in the spider verse movie i I like i'm okay with that at least there's a goblin piece to that this just looked like a dude that's been stretching his face back you know it just looked really tacky um so i didn't like that i didn't like them killing off norman osborne terrible move don't kill off people i don't i didn't like that in the first movie don't kill off norman osborne it's He's too big. You know, Green Goblin is too big of a bad guy and you're giving it to his Harry and it just doesn't fit and Harry and Peter are hardly friends, which just makes it painful to watch because he doesn't really have this super strong tie there. Um I don't know. And then making Electro some crazy scientist that got fucked up by like electric eels or something. <sighs> man i just if you're gonna do electric you gotta make them cool and the only cool part of that entire movie was him getting zapped into the electric outlet that's it that was like the coolest spot he's like hey you want to go fuck up spider-man he's like yeah <laughs> he hops in the electric outlet i was like that's cool the rest of it was just cheesy and ah uh, god man they did so many things wrong with that i do think the fight scene with Electro is pretty cool. I think it was really tacky that they did the, I think it was Spider-Man theme song or whatever with the electric, whatever. You know, I, I think it's fine. I I do like Gwen Stacy dying. You know, I think that's a good piece. You know, especially at Green Goblin's hand, trying to remain comic accurate. So there are some redeeming qualities in that movie, but I just I think it was just put together just so haphazardly and just i think they knew andrew garfield was on his way out even though they were planning for a third movie you know it's just like there was too many signs pointing at this being a bad movie and they just tanked it it was just bad so that's number 10 um oh man it's awful so now i also forgot to talk about this at the beginning i'm not talking about the movies overall if spider-man was just a part of them um so like the recent mcu movies where you have Uh, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame where he was a part of them but it wasn't his actual movie Um, I'm not discounting the movie itself I'm just discounting Spider-Man's part in it Um, The rest of them that are obviously Spider-Man films, I'm going to just go for the actual film and what it was Um, So yeah, that kind of leads into number 9, which is going to be Endgame Um, People are going to be like, whoa, whoa, he didn't really have a part in this movie, really Um, He was just kind of the guy who was tossing the infinity gauntlet across the stage that's really all he did um so he just didn't really have much of a part in it um he still did good he was making little quips and you know used the iron spider to full effect and you know used karen yeah karen to full effect um so i mean it was a good good showing it's just i'm not gonna say it's worse than the other two that i just talked about but it's not he didn't do anything you know there's not really much substance there Um, I just he did well enough in his acting job, you know, especially with when Tony died was huge. So, you know, I liked it. I liked it, it was good. Um, I'm gonna go up to Infinity War, another one where he kind of just didn't do a whole lot. Um, he did have some parts, um, obviously with Tony in the beginning and going up into space and whatever. You know, him just happening to be on a bus that's close to all the action that was going on was kind of like, oh, cool, dude, (laughs) you know, like. Um, I think the only reason Infinity War is low, I think there's a huge gap between number eight Infinity War and number nine Endgame because Infinity War, he had a lot. Like I said, not a lot lot that he did, but he was a lot more involved in the process. And I mean, he made it all the way to the planet with Doctor Strange and Quill and all those guys. So it's like he was, (laughs) you know, he had a big part. And obviously the meme where he's getting dusted you know, I'm not, I don't feel so good. <laughs> I think that's his... You know, that, it was a good showing. It's just it's not better than the other ones that are on the list. So um, that's kind of where I put that one. I, I think it's kind of in a funny place. It's Let's put eight asterisks because it's more like a super high eight <laughs> and not really like right, right in front of Endgame. Um, so moving on, we're going to go to number seven. Um, this one, people are going to be pissed at me probably, but Spider-Man Homecoming, I don't really like that movie it it's a good starter you know but it just has too much iron man it's just iron man 4 but branded as a spider-man movie um and vulture is a cool bad guy and i think they did well with him and i like the backstory behind it um but spider-man's too much of a wuss without iron man's help and i just don't like that i don't i I think that he gets discounted he's still a fucking amazing hero with the great powers and you know i just I just think they discounted a little too much. You know, I I don't think he needed that much help. I do think he's young and, you know, high school, and he can learn more about superhero stuff. But I don't know. I think there's definitely some redeeming qualities about that movie, and I like it. It's a good movie. um, But definitely not one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. They make him too much of a bitch, and Tony Stark has too much of a role. I just – I don't think he really should have been in it much at all at the beginning – or you know throughout i mean he can have his little things where hey i'm here and you're not doing a good job like oh finger wag but you know i just whatever so number six um just the first the first amazing spider-man so the first movie with andrew garfield playing spider-man or playing peter parker um i honestly think this movie is pretty good when i first saw it in theaters my the people i went with they were like "Eh, i don't know how i feel about it i mean if, I think the only problem with those mo- the two movies really about Peter Parker, they made him into a hipster, and that's not the problem. I think they needed to embrace it more. If you're gonna make him this hipster, cool skater-looking dude that you know he skates and you know <laughs> you know he should be doing like graffiti and shit like that. If you're gonna do that and embrace who Andrew Garfield looks like he is, then get you know get into it. So don't just try to avoid it and try to make him this awkward nerdy kid again. You know, he's either a skater kid or he's a nerdy kid. You don't usually have those two mixed. Um, Not to say that it can't, but you have this super smart guy that's out here pulling ollies like he's fucking Tony Hawk. Like, no, okay, (laughs) one or the other, you know? And if you're going to make Gwen Stacy a smarty, then fucking go into that and just show her being super smart and have Peter being kind of like the sidekick. I would have totally been okay with it, but you tried to mix and go half and half and both. Just pick a side aside but vulture not vulture lizard was one i just i talked about in the far from home uh review that i did um lizard was a huge one that i really wanted to see i love the arc that they did on that you know trying to make lizard people and all this shit like it was just really cool um i loved him as a villain i love dr connor's being you know super sensible and nice and then also turning into a fucking maniac when he gets turned into a lizard um you know, I love I love the way they did Dr. Connors. They made Dr. Connors just a super nice nerdy dude in the original trilogy and you know I, I like it. It's fine. That's how he's supposed to be but at the same time it's like I wish they would have done something to show Lizard in those movies um, or at least allude to it and this one was just cool. It was right from the bat. It's like dude I'm losing my limbs. I don't know what's going on. I need to figure this out or else I'm going to either die or I'm going to hate my life. Um it just really puts his character arc at the forefront. Um, you kill Captain Stacy after he was like, yeah, I'm going to protect you and your daughter and everything. You know, like, I just loved it. It pulls at your heartstrings. Um, it does really well with the villain arc. Everything was done well. There wasn't some huge learning curve that Spider-Man's like, oh, I you know, I need Iron Man's help or I need anyone's help. He had to just go through and learn this shit. And he had to be that creepy, weird fuck that is like the high schoolers are like dude what's your problem you know like that that's what i loved about the two origin movies from the original spider-man and uh asm so this one uh, sits at number six um but i think i'm gonna have to give number five to my favorite spider-man so far um when it comes to the big screen uh tom holland his scene in civil war or scenes in civil war were awesome um he was making quips right off the bat um his introduction with you know tony stark being in his house like hey what are these goggles you know all this shit that was great they played off each other really well he fought in the fight really well he was taking captain america down he was showing his strength um while also being immature and not really knowing how to handle his webs and you know everything like it was a good mix it's not like homecoming where they regressed him and made him seem terrible um i you know so he was fighting other heroes and it just fit really well But he was also making those quips like, "Oh, you know, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you, Captain America." But at the same time, I'm with Tony Stark right now, and he's paying for this suit and helping me out, and you know, it's just so funny. Like I loved, I loved his dynamic in that. Um, I think it barely edges out um, the first Amazing Spider-Man because I really did like Lizard um, and all that stuff that went into that movie that I just explained. Um, But I just that I, I just think Tom Holland his voice fits perfectly with you know in the suit and you know saying all those different little things that are just so funny um and talking shit about them and stuff like that and yeah it was just so good it was really good to see that um and his interactions with all the different avengers that he's like oh shit i didn't know this guy was here and you know you know like that that was that was great so i I like civil war i think you could switch civil war and the first amazing spider-man in my opinion five or six they're similar to me so All right, moving on to number four. Number four, we have Spider-Man 2. You guys hate me right now for just saying Spider-Man 2, but I don't think it's better than Spider-Man 1. I really don't. I I just watched Spider-Man 1 the other day. Um, I I think Willem Dafoe perfectly encapsulates Green Goblin. I don't like the actor as much for Doc Ock. I think he does a good job, but I just, I don't know. I, I didn't. He fits okay. He looks like a Doc Ock. He It's just something about him that just doesn't quite get me Um, I Do not like and I don't care what you guys say. I don't like um, His oh, I'm gonna cry myself out of being spider-man and lose all my powers like yeah There's one thing to ditch the suit and not want to do it anymore and just ignore that people are getting hurt and stuff around you That's fine but to say, like, oh, I'm crying and I don't have my powers anymore. No, fuck you, dude. So <laughs> that's what bothers me. The other thing that bothers me about that movie, and I'm really focusing on the negatives. There are a lot of positives. It's great. The the train scene is iconic. I mean, no one's going to forget that anytime soon. You know, grabbing onto buildings and holding it. They have so many memes about that right now, today. You know, and it's been, what, 15 years since that movie dropped? Holy shit, I'm old. Um, but... Yeah, so I think they did a really good job with a lot of it. But the other thing, you kill Doc Ock. It's the second big villain you kill right away. And I don't understand why they keep doing it in all these movies. Like, if Mysterio's actually dead from Far From Home, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Like, why do you keep killing villains? Don't kill them. They don't need to be gone forever. Like, Vulture getting locked up, perfect. You know, Scorpion getting locked up, perfect. Perfect. Leave them locked up. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to get out of prison. They're supposed to fuck your life up because you thought, hey, I put him away in jail. You have an internal dilemma like, hey, should I should should I be killing these people? Should I not? I think Green Goblin's death makes more sense. He tried to kill Spider-Man from behind that he would, so he wouldn't notice it and he could get him real fast. Um, if you look at how they edit it, you know, his foot almost gets grazed by the glider because it happens so fast. It's genius, because he knows he's going to lose. He already tried beating his ass when he was vulnerable, and he lost. Doc Ock, it's just like, a, oh, I fucked up. I'm going to pull the whole earth into the sun if you don't stop it and drown me and drown me with it. And ugh. Garbage. Garbage. Hate it. Hate it. So, not a fan. Um, hate me all you want, but I love the movie. I think it's good. It definitely deserves the fourth spot above Civil War um but it's a no for me <laughs> um so yeah but number 3 um we're going to go the first spider-man movie with toby maguire um a lot of good comical parts in that movie i think you know you, no one's going to forget the webbing at the beginning trying to learn how to web <laughs> you know sitting there going go web fly <laughs> like that's it's crazy that was so was so good Um, the MJ dynamic, you know, throwing her in there is great. Um, him following, him following that guy after he got done with the wrestling and he saw uncle Ben get shot is amazing. Um, doing the origin story, but without like beating us over the head with it nonstop was great. You know, they introduced uncle Ben, they introduced, you know, him dying, giving him a purpose to be Spider-Man, all this stuff. So he's not just a greedy little fuck that needs money for a car. You know, and teaching him that he has responsibility, that he should have listened to him, and, you know, the whole th- the thing that kills you in that movie is that you watch it, and the last conversation that he has, and he mentions this in the movie, but the last convo that he has with Uncle Ben is, you're not my dad, you never will be, uh, basically fuck you, I'm gonna do what I want great power comes great responsibility my fucking ass like you know like that's basically what he tells the dude before he doesn't go to the library he lies to him and goes to do this wrestling thing so there's all these all this stuff that you're lying you're being a piece of shit that's the last thing he basically sees before he dies he gets to see you go hey I'm here Uncle Ben I'm here and he's like beta 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 (laughs) beta (laughs) <laughs> he, he's like that's his last interaction with him but the main thing that he told him was all that stuff about him being a good person and whatever else he threw it in his face he's a little piece of shit that's what you have to live with and that's what starts spider-man's arc i love it it's it's just perfect i, I don't think they need to keep redoing it in the new movies and i think they've done a good job of kind of avoiding it while still people kind of know it's there but people have seen enough spider-man shows movies comics everything they've know they know about it so you don't have to rehash it again but if you're gonna start it for the first time in cinema you gotta introduce it and i think they did it the perfect way green goblin was an amazing bad guy to put in there you know i think they could have started a little more subtle i think green goblin's a huge bad guy to put off right on the bat uh right off the bat but i think um he he, willem defoe is the best the best green goblin you could ever ask for and Don't try to argue with me on that because he's got the face, he's got the voice, he's got the laugh, you know, he's got the facial expressions. I mean, the man's a great actor just through and through, but just for the Green Goblin Norman Osborn character, he even looked like when he's not looking all demented and crazy, he's got a great professional look as well. Like, he looks like he could wear a lab coat and be that guy, um, but he's also great at doing the crazy, I'm gonna kill Spider-Man thing, you know, and, um attacking everything he's around is good the only really big downfall which i already kind of talked about earlier don't kill the fucking green goblin why i mean i i get it i told you guys like i understand that the glider thing makes sense but don't kill big villains you killed two uh you killed three you killed the other goblin that you put in there even though he turned into an anti-hero thing at the end and sandman turned into just like Okay, I'll leave you alone. See ya. You know, you just keep ruining these big villains. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Um, And then the other thing... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Green Goblin trying to make an alliance with Spider-Man. I get it. You're a new hero on the scene and a new bad guy on the scene. Let's make an alliance. And then let's not attack Spider-Man anymore. Let's go attack his heart. You know, let's go kill MJ. Let's go kill Aunt May. You know, and then the... Holding the trolley up by the rope or by the rope and the webbing, you know, I, if Green Goblin can go and just destroy it like it's nothing when he's walking through it later, like when you see them fighting in their scene, there's no reason that 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 should hold up on the bridge as long as it did when he was getting punched, when he was like tossing the fucking tro- trolley around with the kids in it. You know, how did none of the kids have any, like, major injuries from what happened? They got yanked around and thrown around. Um, MJ should have died in that scene because she got flailed around like a fucking ragdoll and fell, like, a good story worth of... And just, like, grabbed it with two hands. Like, okay, are you some fucking, like, American Ninja Warrior that we didn't know about? Do you have superpowers? Like, what's going on? So, there are some downfalls in that movie. There's obviously a lot of, like continuity errors and stuff that i've seen online that it's like (laughs) super obvious but great movie through and through i think it's better than the second one i didn't like the story arc of the second one as much um even though it's a good movie i don't i think the first one's way better so fight me on that fight me dude fight me but coming in at number two uh it's gonna seem like oh you just are saying this because it just came out but far from home um i already talked about this in the review so go listen to that if you really want to in-depth You know analysis of that movie but uh, just to kind of rehash real quick for this podcast if you haven't listened to the other one um, Mysterio amazing bad guy still not 100% convinced he's dead so I'm not going to give him the why'd you kill a major villain thing but I mean technically on screen he's dead so um, they haven't confirmed it because it's illusions and all that stuff but um, that would be a negative if he is dead (laughs) Um, but the movie was really well put together Um, You kind of bridge the gap from Endgame to the current state Of where the world is And where the universe is Um, You know we show Nick Fury and the scrolls, And we have Mysterio's Illusions that are crazy cool Um, The whole Story arc of him being a good guy And you know all the trailers leading into it Were like he's good he's good he's good I promise He's good no he's not he's a bad guy Spoilers Um, That whole movie is great um, love it I just think they did a really good job Tom Holland's still my favorite Spider-Man Don't at me um, It goes If you have to rate him Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire And then Andrew Garfield well, Andrew Garfield only gets backlash from me Because like I said earlier They didn't embrace his role If you're going to be a hipster, be a hipster, be cool They've made Aunt May a really cool Hipster aunt You know, grandma look in the In the TV show They just embrace it. She does yoga. She kicks ass. She does whatever. You know, she's cool. Whatever. It's fine. But I just, you know, like, if you're going to do that, then do it. So, you know, if I'm going to do those three, it's Tom Holland first. I think he perfectly portrays Peter Parker and Spider-Man alike. He's got the quips. He's got the jokes. He's young. He doesn't look like an old man like Tobey Maguire does. Um, Tobey Maguire is a huge crier. He's a crybaby. Can't quite get the... uh, the high schooler role looking because he doesn't look like a high schooler um none of the people that are in that really look like high schoolers they they do look younger but they're not they don't look like high schoolers high schoolers don't look fully developed like that (laughs) they look like kids so i think the new spider-man is a good way good good thing it's a good thing um but that movie is far from home is just great i think It could have done a little better in the beginning of the movie. I think it was just a little weak, like I talked about in the review. Um, But just, it's a good movie. Um, But number one, actually I just saw today that it's ranked as the 77th most watchable movie by IMDb. Like, people need to see this in their lifetime because it's so good. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, number one. Um, If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's got probably the coolest animation style I've ever seen of any movie, um, you know. And I think Disney's been doing Disney and Pixar have been doing amazing animation for years, um, and nothing they've never seen anything like this. Um, highly inspired by hip hop and uh, black culture in general, um, the the artistic style flows with the music that they have in it. It flows with like the colors flow with the music. The colors flow with his attitude and his uh, his demeanor. You know what he's going through, what Miles is going through in this movie, and it's not even a Peter Parker centric movie. I mean, he is obviously in it, but you know, Miles is this is the key character in this, and they just it just flows. It just everything goes well. You get some heartstring pulls with the Prowler, and you know, no spoilers for that. I guess if you don't know who the Prowler is, but um, you know. They have all those little references to pop culture in there, like Chance the Rapper number four is in there instead of number three. Um, you have all these songs and posters and all you know, all kinds of movies that are put in there, like Seth Rogen gets put in there. Um, they have oh, what was it? What was the one that I saw? <sighs> Shoot! Oh, oh uh, Snapchat. Instead of Snapchat, they have Peekaboo on there, which was the original name that they came up with it. Peekaboo was a really supposed to be a creepy. Uh, I'm going to get nudes app. And so they called it peekaboo because it's like I'm peeking at your tits or whatever. <laughs> um, so they had that on the billboard, which is kind of cool. Like what if Snapchat was peekaboo instead of Snapchat? Um, and just, you know, little little things like that because it's an alternate dimension where, you know, Miles is the, is the Spider-Man and the, only, the one and only. Um, but they mix all the different Spider-Men and women in there perfectly. Um, you get introduced to them one by one along the way, and they do a little funny montage like I was the one and only Spider-Man, and I did this and this and this, and you know, seeing his powers get displayed, seeing the villains and what they look like in the alternate universe or his universe, I guess. Um, all all the visual effects, the you know, like they they just embrace their animation style, they embrace the animosity that it brings by having all the music and everything flowing over it. Um, they enhance everything that flows into his emotions. Like his emotions are everywhere. You just see them on everything, you know, get really dark tones. When he's upset, you get really bright tones when he's jazzed up and having fun when he's learning stuff, you know, like all that stuff. It's just, it's so cool that you he learns how to use his powers without really trying to be annoying about it. You know, they make jokes about certain things, um, and they don't there's never like a huge dull moment in that entire movie. Like there's a, there's a couple spots. Where it's like, man, this is a Debbie downer here, but it's a Debbie downer for a good reason. And then they pick it right back up with some comic relief or some, a really good moment where he's fighting, you know, when he starts learning his powers or whatever. So I, I just, I really like it. It was really well done. I it's, there's really not a glaring issue with that movie. Um, and that's hard for me to say because I always try to find bad things in movies. You know, that's the critic in me, I guess. But, yeah, I. that's why I can't put Far From Home over this one. I can't put any of the Spider-Man movies over it because they all have these, like, really, like, at least one big problem that's notable for me that I always remember and, like, always think of when I think of that movie. Spider-Verse didn't have that. And that's just crazy to me. Like, I, I feel like every movie I've ever watched, there's, like, man, if they would have changed this one thing, it would have been, like, 100%, like, I would have put it at 100, but, you know, this, this movie really didn't have that, and I don't, I don't want to go and say it's a 100, but I don't really have any reason not to, um, so, it's, it's just a great movie, though, it's something you should go watch, it's on Netflix right now, for free, if you have Netflix, so, you can go watch it there, but that's a movie, you know, I need to put in my catalog of DVDs, I need to get, you know, put that in there, um, just a, it's just an amazing movie, so, um, go give that a watch if you haven't seen it. Best Spider-Man movie in my opinion that's out there. Um, I don't see anything topping that in the near future, unless the next Spider-Man movie has a really crazy good story arc to it, which definitely could. Um, so look out for that. But um, yeah. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think my my ratings are accurate? Um, what do you think about some of the rankings I put in there? I mean, I know people are gonna fight me on the Spider-Man two being worse than Spider-Man one. Um, they're ranked equally on IMDb. I did check that. I was like, maybe I am off, and maybe I'm just thinking poorly. No, they're they're both ranked. I think like a seven point three on IMDb. Um, so they're equal. I I just I don't know. I, I think you can make the case for either one. I just think I don't like Spider Man being betrayed as a little puss, um, and I, I don't like I didn't like the Doc Ock ending arc and i didn't like him as a character in general i don't know something with the acting or whatever um bank scene's really cool uh, you know with the money throwing and the aunt may grabbing and all that stuff it, it's good i it, there's not it's not a bad movie you know and I, maybe i should rewatch it again soon too i do have the whole collection so i should just go watch it i guess but i you know just there's just some glaring issues but um you know, maybe I'll get fought on on Civil War being better than Amazing Spider-Man. Maybe not, because people didn't really seem to like those movies. Um, Homecoming is pretty low, but I, I think it's, a good, it's it's in a good spot. I really thought this through on where this where these should go. Um, but I do think nine, ten, and eleven are very separated. I think Endgame at nine is accurate. Amazing Spider-Man two is accurate, and Spider-Man three is accurate. Um, Spider-Man three has to be on everyone's bottom. It, it, there's no way it's better than any of these movies that are listed on here no there's no way it's easily i mean i don't want to dare to say it's the worst superhero movie ever but it's pretty damn close um and as much shit as that that wolverine x-men origins movie gets that's really like other than them fucking up deadpool to the utmost extent that's not that bad of a movie like it's a good it's a good quality movie. I don't mind it. It's a really good origin story. They do a good job. So, I, you know, I, I don't really, I didn't hate that movie. I think Ryan Reynolds obviously doesn't like it because he looked like a fucking jackass in that movie because of Deadpool. But, um, Spider Man 3 is really fucking bad, man. Just go watch it again and just go look at the glaring issues with that and how annoying Toby is and how annoying Topher Grace is. Oh my god, it is just cringy. You could have Cody Ko go do a cringe video on it, and it would be hilarious. But, yeah, not good. But, yeah, tell me what you guys think about my rankings. Uh, send me a message on Twitter or on Anchor or whatever. Um, but I appreciate you guys listening. I think this was a good ranking. I'm sure I'm going to get some backlash from my Spider-Man and nerd fans out there. But let me know what you guys think. I'd love to have you know voice messages get put on Anchor so that I can talk to you guys about it. Or you know put you guys on the podcast and be like, hey, this is what this person thinks. And then I can debate you without debating to your face because I am a pussy and I don't want to do that. So um, hope you guys enjoyed it. And until next time, take care.